Welcome back to NMSC Sportscast. I'm your host, Dusty Carrasco. And I'm your co-host, Brandon Santamaria. And in this episode, we're going to start this episode off with uh, the men's Arizona Wildcats. They uh, fired their head coach after the women's uh, Arizona team makes it to the national championship. Uh, the head coach, Sean Miller, was fired after he was charged with NCAA violations after the 2017 FBI probe into college basketball recruiting. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's just kind of unfortunate that uh, that's the way his career has to end. Uh, you know, the, the Arizona Wildcats, they weren't, you know, a bad team. I mean, they weren't, you know, the best, obviously, but they weren't anything, you know, near bad. But in the end, you know, it's just kind of like... Um, you know, you got to play fair. Uh, there's there's always these going to be these like recruiting stories, you know, because people try to get the best players. So they'll do, you know, whatever means necessary or anything like that. But, uh, you know, it, it's still considered cheating and everyone's, you know, got to play fair and play by the rules. Right. And, uh, you know, Sean Miller, he was there at Arizona for a pretty long time. Uh, so, you know, for something like this to happen, uh, you know, it's to be an Arizona fan, uh, you know, it kind of sucks. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, you know, they might get a better head coach, you know, whatever. Um, they might get better players in the coming years. Yeah. But we move over to Deshaun Watson. Uh, his case is getting pretty bad. Uh, endorsements are losing interest in Watson, such as Nike and Beats. Uh, Nike su- suspended their endorsement deal with him while Beats by Dre just dropped Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and you know, this news is starting to get, you know, really, really serious now. Uh, uh, whenever a big company like Nike, you know, a big sports company uh, kind of cuts their ties with you, uh, you know something serious, you know, and I'm sure they know something, uh, you know, maybe something that we don't or they know a little more about the situation as Deshaun Watson does. But, you know, uh, really not a good look for Deshaun Watson. And, you know, the the cases just seem to keep on piling up. And, I mean, you know, these women just seem to keep on just coming out of nowhere. Right. And, um, yeah, I think it's about, you know, 22 cases. And uh, Deshaun Watson's attorney, he demanded that um, those 22 women, you know, they get identified, you know, because they were pretty much all anonymous except for two Uh, So, you know, he wants uh, them to identify themselves. And so, you know, I think that's going to either help out Deshaun Watson or it's going to backfire on Watson. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I mean, it it really is going to go either way. It'll be that these women, you know, their names are going to finally become revealed. And, you know, it's going to find out they've been lying or something or that there's something behind it. Or, you know, they're going to find out that Deshaun Watson, you know, really is... uh, uh, gonna be a convicted criminal so i mean you know uh, either way it's still not good for you know deshaun watson and this is still just overall a really really terrible situation right it's just kind of a really bad image right now for deshaun watson and uh he's just in hot water at the moment uh but we move over to tuesday where in the nba the grizzlies took on the miami heat uh, the Grizz went up 17 in this one, and they end up taking down the Heat 124 to 112. 
Yeah, and I mean, you know, a really, really good win for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, just kind of, you know, keeping their uh, playoff hope, hopes alive, you know, staying above that 500 line. But uh, for Miami, you know, it's it's kind of a disappointing loss, you know, them being the representatives of the East uh, from last season. It's just kind of like, you know, just the common theme I've seen, you know, from Miami is that uh, they have stretches where they're really, really good, you know, and then they have stretches like this where they lose games that, you know, you, you kind of think that maybe they should have won, you know, just kind of with the talent and everything that they have on it. So, you know, just seems like it's been kind of a roller coaster for the uh, winners of the East. Right. Um, you know, honestly, the Grizzlies, uh, yeah, you know, John Morant, he's having a pretty good season, but uh, the Grizzlies, they just don't have the firepower uh, you know, to compete with, you know, good teams. So, you know, this win right now against a pretty good Heat team, you know, a Heat team on the rise, uh, it's just a a really good win for the Memphis Grizzlies and a bad loss for the Miami Heat. Um, also on Tuesday, the Pelicans took on the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, the Pelicans were having their way with the Hawks until Atlanta went 11 for 11 from three in the third quarter. That is an NBA record for the most threes without a miss in a quarter in NBA history. The Hawks were 65% from the three-point line, hitting 20 of their 31 attempts from beyond the arc. They beat the Pelicans 123-107. Yeah, and I mean, uh, they really just dominated in a spectacular way, you know. Being able to go 11 for 11 in a quarter is really is really something to, you know, just kind of marvel at since it really only happens maybe you know uh, i would say maybe a couple times uh, in a couple years you know but uh um, i mean you know uh, as as for the team you know overall in general uh being able to shoot anywhere you know around 50 percent in the nba is really really good uh so being able to have 65 percent from beyond the arc is really just um you know that's really just going to guarantee that uh, you'll win a lot of games right and uh you know they were down uh before that third quarter spurt um so you know them going off from the three-point line it really shot them into this victory and they get a win over a um you know kind of good pelicans team you know they do have zion williamson um but you know they they get that win over this pelicans team uh also on tuesday the clippers took on the trailblazers uh paul george had 22 in the first quarter for the second most in a quarter in his career uh george ends up with 36 and the clippers beat the trailblazers 133 to 116 yeah and i mean you know uh it was really kind of how the los angeles clippers uh you know started off in this one uh, you know, I'm seeing here that it said uh, they were able to, uh, you know, score a 47 point first quarter in this win. Um, and I mean, you know, that's that's really, really uh, um, impressive seeing that it, uh, it, it, it it was like a franchise record, you know, for the team. Uh, so that's just really, really a good start. And, you know, um, uh, even though it doesn't matter, you know, how you start, it really matters um, how you finish. Uh, the start can really have a lot of effect, you know, and, and in this one, it seemed like it really did. Right, and uh, you talk about starts and, um, you know, how they can, you know, really change the game. And honestly, so with Baylor, you know, they had a really good start. Yeah. And that's what shot them to the victory over Gonzaga. Yeah, especially, you know, in basketball. Basketball's a, a, a really, really, um, like, I guess, um, vital sport to where uh, the beginning can have a bigger effect, you know, and kind of a trickle effect on the rest of the game. 
Right. Uh, also on Tuesday, the Nuggets took on the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Nikola Jokic finished with 27 points, and the Nuggets win 134-119. Yeah, and I mean, you know, this one was really just uh, one that you expected. You know, Detroit obviously having their struggles this season. Uh, not being in a place where they want to be and probably uh, looking more towards the future. Uh, and the Nuggets, you know, uh, they were able to take uh, advantage of it. And, you know, uh, their their guys went out there. They were able to score big points and uh, they got a big win. Right. And uh, the Nuggets, they are turning in the right way. Uh, you know, last year they they did make it to the conference finals, you know, just barely last year. And so this year, you know, they add Aaron Gordon and JaVel McGee. Um, you know, so they are trending in the right direction while uh, the Detroit Pistons, uh, you know, honestly, they are trending in the wrong direction. First, they lose Blake Griffin and then, you know, they, uh, you know, start losing a lot of games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Nuggets take this one. Uh, we move over to the 76ers and the Boston Celtics. Uh, the 76ers were raining threes and Joel Embiid drops 35. The 76ers topped the Celtics 106 to 96. Yeah, and I mean, this one was just kind of, you know, another dominating win uh, by the Philadelphia 76ers, even though they only, you know, barely won by double digits. Uh, it just seemed like that Boston didn't really, you know, have a chance in this one. Um, especially because Boston have had their, uh, you know, struggles or their fair share of struggles this season. So, I mean, you know, um, I I guess it's not really an expected outcome since, you know, I'm sure a lot of people gave the Celtics a chance to upset, but it seems like the 76ers were the favorites in this one. Right. And, uh, yeah, Joel Embiid uh, dropping 35. That's really a good sign for this 76ers team because he, uh, you know, with that injury, uh, you know, it was it wasn't looking too good for the 76ers, but him coming back and able to drop a 30 point game. It's a really good sign for 76ers fans. Um, and, you know, the Celtics, uh, they just keep losing. Uh, you know, they did add Evan Fournier, uh, but, you know, they just can't get uh, these wins that, you know, they really need at this point in the season. Uh, but we move over to the Lakers and the Toronto Raptors uh, after Gary Trent Jr. hit a game winner in the Raptors last game. Uh, they took on the Lakers on Tuesday. Uh, an altercation broke out between OG Ananobi and Dennis Schroeder. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Brandon, but uh, Ananobi picked up Schroeder and dropped him. <laughs> Montrez Harrell and Ananobi got ejected from the game. Uh, the Lakers beat the Raptors 110 to 101. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's not really something you see often is a guy getting dropped in the NBA, you know. <laughs> uh, so, wrong so, sport. Yeah, wrong uh, sport, man. But uh, it, 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 it's unfortunate, you know, that those two guys had to, you know, leave the game the way they did. But uh, as for the game itself, you know, uh, really the Lakers were kind of able to. Um, uh, to cruise by this one just because, uh, you know, kind of similar to the one we talked about before, uh, they were able to build a really, really good early lead. You know, they had a really good start uh, for this one. Uh, they they had a 34-point lead at one point, you know, within the first kind of uh, half of the game. So, um, so I mean, you know, uh, that 30-point lead, obviously, you know, it obviously came in handy since they won by nine points. But, uh, you know, still a really good win for a team that doesn't have, you know, their star guys. 
Right, yeah, the Lakers, um, yeah, you know, they kind of needed this, needed this win because uh, they, you know, haven't been able to get very many wins since LeBron James went down and, of course, Anthony Davis is still out. Um, so, you know, them taking down a Raptors team, uh, you know, it's just a, a really good win for the Lakers. Uh, but also on Tuesday night, the Warriors took on the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Stephen Curry started to go off the whole game um, and turn the heat up in the third uh, to end up with 30 points through three quarters. Uh, the Bucks had momentum the whole game, but the Warriors ended up on top. Curry ended up with a monster 41 point game and the Warriors beat the Bucks 122 to 121. Yeah, really, really close, uh, you know, game on this one. Um, I had actually saw the end uh, more like towards the end of this game. And, you know, it was really, really um, impressive with, uh, you know, the Warriors being able. Um, I think they were able to get a couple of um, the free throws, you know, to kind of uh, ice the lead and, you know, ice the game towards yeah, the end. Kelly Oubre. Yeah, so Kelly Oubre real. was able to get it. And, uh, you know, I mean, it just seems like that. Uh, the Warriors just kind of needed this one just because, you know, it, it, it does seem like that they're kind of sinking, you know, at this point in the season. But you know, there, there's always time for them, you know, for Curry and, you know, the rest of the guys to get back, especially when they have these 41-point, uh, you know, monster games. Right. Uh, also on Tuesday uh, in the MLB, the Braves took on the uh, Washington Nationals. Uh, this game was tied 5-5 five to five until Juan Soto of the Nationals got a walk-off hit to win it six to five. Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, really, really just um, these, you know, wins where you're able to just kind of walk off at the end, like we uh, mentioned and, you know, or we, we kind of talked about in the last episode. And, uh, they're just kind of, you know, the reliever kind of wins. And I mean, you know, uh, just just a really, really good win for the uh, the Nationals. Right. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, walk-off hits, uh, you know, the the dugout, you know, they go crazy uh, after, you know, one like this. Uh, you know, when it's tied, it's uh, five to five. And uh, the Nationals is able to get that hit um, and win it six to five. Um, also in the MLB, the Padres took on the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. was placed on a 10-day IL after hurting his shoulder. The Padres general manager said Tatis has a slight labrum tear, but will not need surgery. Uh, the Padres did not need him in this one. They went in three to one. Um, it's always, you know, good signs whenever you're able to win these games. You know, whenever you have uh, one of your better, you know, players and one of the more kind of household name guys uh, at, that, at least that you have on your team, you know, uh, sitting out and stuff. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's really good for the Padres that they were able to, you know, come in and get it. Uh, but the Giants, you know, um, it's not like they were exactly, I guess, uh, you know, like uh, really having a hot start uh, compared to, you know, like someone like the Padres. Right. So, yeah, the Padres, they take this one. Um, and, you know, just last year, uh, the Padres made a, um, you know, a pretty good playoff run. Uh, so, you know, they're looking to do that this year. Uh, you know, but Fernando Tatis Jr., he is a huge part of that Padres lineup, uh, you know, so they're looking to get him back as soon as possible. Uh, also on Tuesday, the Dodgers took on the Oakland Athletics. Uh, Mookie Betts had a home run in this one and the Dodgers beat the Athletics five to one.
Yeah, I mean, on this one, uh, this one just kind of seems like um, it was kind of foresaw or like you could have probably foresee it, uh, you know, in the future uh, before the game, seeing that, you know, uh, Oakland is really uh, they're uh, they're winless right now. Um, I don't know if they've gotten a win yet, but, you know, um, as at the point of the game, uh, you know, they didn't have a win. And unfortunately, afterwards, uh, they still remain, you know, winless. Right. Um, but we move over to Wednesday where. The Nets took on the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Kevin Durant returned from a 23-game absence in this one. Uh, Durant has been out since uh, February 13th due to that hamstring injury, but the Nets have still managed to win 19 out of the 23 games that Durant had missed. Uh, Meanwhile, James Harden is out at least four more games after this one, and the Nets' big three has only played seven games together since James Harden's debut in Brooklyn. On the other side, Zion Williamson scored 34 points in his last game after being out three games with a thumb injury. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge looked good five minutes into the game, knocking down the long range in a Nets jersey. Uh, Kevin Durant came into the game with a little under eight minutes left in the second quarter and had a turnover right away, Uh, but the very next possession, Durant stayed poised and knocked down a long two for his first point since February 13th. Uh, He did not miss a shot in the first half and ended up with nine points as the Nets rack up 79 for the most in the first half this season for Brooklyn. LaMarcus Aldridge had 14, Blake Griffin had 10, and Kyrie Irving had 20. Uh, In the second half, Brooklyn went up 38 on the Pelicans and the Nets get the job done. 139 to 111. KD goes a perfect 5 for 5 from the field with a cool 17 points. While Aldridge finishes with 22 and Irving finished with 24. I mean, you know, uh, for the Nets, you know, this is a really, really good sign uh, seeing that, you know, uh, Kevin Durant really, it was it was almost, you know, coming up to two months now that uh, he hadn't been on the basketball court, you know, uh, actually playing in a real game. Um, and I mean, you know, it just kind of looks like that Kevin Durant never really left, you know. Um, I mean, in this one, even though he didn't really go, you know, uh, you know, even though he didn't go off for like a lot of points and stuff or anything like that, um, you know, he was still getting his job done, uh, you know, still making shots, obviously not missing like he had mentioned. Uh, he he didn't have a miss in the game, you know, but uh, it just seems like that uh, the Pelicans are really just outmatched in this one. And um, this is a pretty scary, you know, team without, like you said, uh, James Harden on it right now. Right. So with James Harden, you know, they are going to be really, really dangerous, uh, you know, if they have them come playoff time. Uh, but we move over to the Jazz and the Phoenix Suns, uh, the one and two teams in the West. Uh, faced off in a good one down in Phoenix. Booker just going on a tear in his past few games and on the season uh, had himself a pretty good night. Uh, The Jazz down three. Donovan Mitchell hoists up a three and it goes down. uh, All tied up with 10 seconds left. Uh, The Suns had one final shot in regulation. Devin Booker misses a step back and we go to overtime in OT. Devin Booker missed a free throw to leave the lead at three and leave the door open for the Utah Jazz. 
uh, you know, but it did not matter because the Suns end up winning this one. Uh, Donovan Mitchell goes for 41, but Devin Booker has 35, while Chris Paul adds 29, and the Suns prevail 117 to 113. Yeah, you know, this one was a really, really good game. Uh, you know, all these guys, uh, you got Booker and Paul and, you know, Mitchell and all these guys, uh, they're, you know, scoring all these high, high points. And, I mean, you know, a game that had to go into overtime, obviously, you know, to settle it. Um, and, I mean, you know, it just kind of sucks, you know, for the Utah Jazz uh, to kind of lose in the fashion that they did. Um, I believe, you know, uh, that, that actually happened, you know, recently in the uh, NCAA tournament, you know. Um, I, it might have, I think it might have been an Alabama, the Alabama game where they were able to, like, uh, tie right at the end of the game and go into overtime, but, you know, they ended up losing yeah, at the end. So, you yeah. know, uh, just kind of a disappointing loss. And, you know, uh, we were talking about this uh, before the show started. Uh, you were actually mentioning that this was the game where it was the number one team in the NBA against the number two team in the NBA, right? So so that was pretty, uh, you know, pretty impressive. Right, and the number two team in the NBA takes down the number one Utah Jazz. Um, also on uh, Wednesday night, the Net or the Nuggets, uh, they took on the uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Um, the Denver Nuggets they were five and zero since they acquired Aaron Gordon from the Orlando Magic. Um, you know, and after this one, uh, they were six and zero as they win a one hundred six to ninety six. Yeah, and I mean, you know, in this one, um, it was really just that Denver, you know, they were really playing more as a team uh, compared to, you know, the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, even though the Spurs were kind of able to, you know, keep it somewhat of a close game, uh, you know, barely losing by a double digits. Um, I mean, you know, at the end, uh, the Nuggets, they were just too, you know, too powerful, too much manpower, and they ended up uh, just kind of running through the Spurs. Right. Uh, but we move over to the MLB where the Twins took on the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Jorge Polanco hit a two-run double in the sixth inning for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, Wilson Ramos homered for Detroit, but the Twins come out on top, three to two. Yeah, you know, a really, really close game uh, between two two teams that right now, you know, even though it's the start of the season, uh, you know, these two teams are uh, doing pretty decent for themselves. Uh, you know, one being three and three, uh, that's Detroit, and then uh, the other one, you know, the Twins being uh, four and two. So, you know, uh, these these aren't two, you know, teams that are, you know, one's really good or one's really bad or vice versa or something like that, you know. So, so a really, really good game. Right. Uh, but we over to the Dodgers and the uh, Athletics. This one went to an extra inning. And in the 10th, the Athletics shocked the reigning champions with a 4-3 to three win. Yeah, and, you know, this one was really a shock, you know, just because uh, it, it was a rematch, you know, from the game uh, that they had just, you know, played a day prior. And, I mean, you know, um, in that one, you know, we said that uh, Oakland hadn't gotten their first win, you know, being 0-6. And now uh, it seems like the revenge game, you know, even though it took them a couple extra, you know, hits, um, it, it uh, you know, they were eventually able to come out on top, and now uh, they caught their first win. Right, but we move over to the Indians and the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Shane Bieber had 12 Ks in this game, just doing damage to the Kansas City uh, batting lineup. The right-hander extended his streak of striking out at least eight batters to 14 games, tying Corey Kluber's Indians record. The Indians take this one 4-2. 
Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, just kind of a really good win for the Indians. Uh, you you know, you had said that it was, um, I, I think you said it was a team record, you know, that he was able to kind of, uh, you know, uh, I think you said, yeah, 14 games to strike out people. Uh, so you strike out at least eight. Yeah, yeah at least eight people, you know. That's so pretty I impressive mean, for Shane Bieber. And yeah. last year, you know, he had a pretty good season. So, you know, this year he's already doing kind of the same <laughs> yeah you know and i mean uh you know whenever you do the math and stuff if that's at least eight batters for 14 games you know that's a lot of people that he's uh striking out so really really good streak and if he's able to kind of you know keep that up um, i can see the cleveland indians you know maybe uh getting back to where they once were a few years ago you know uh back in the world series right um i mean they would have to go through the yankees first but <laughs> <laughs> good point um but yeah you know just a really good indians team and shane bieber uh, he's just a really good pitcher, and if he's on, uh, you know, he can give any team in the MLB um, competition. Yeah. But we over to Thursday. We're in the NBA. Uh, the Bucks took on the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, the Mavericks blow out the Bucks after trailing at the beginning of the fourth. Uh, they win one sixteen to one hundred one. Uh, Giannis did not play due to knee soreness, and the Mavericks took advantage. Uh, this win was after losing to a horrible Houston team the day before. Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, even though the Bucks didn't have their star guy and uh, the Greek freak, you know, uh, it was still really an impressive win for the Mavs, especially because, uh, you know, the, the Milwaukee Bucks, even without the Greek freak, uh, they're still kind of a formidable team you know uh not being one of the worst in the league uh without them so i mean you know uh this kind of shows that you know maybe the mavericks are um you know serious when it comes to playing these bigger teams you know uh, we've kind of mentioned before in the past that the mavs you know they've have taken down these goliath of teams so you know just kind of maybe another one to add to their list uh you know again with an asterisk though because uh Giannis wasn't playing Right. And, um, you know, I think that uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, they're just not the same team without Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, you know, so I think this was kind of a pass for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, but, you know, on on paper, you know, it, it looks like, OK, the Dallas Mavericks beat the Bucks. Uh, but, you know, without Giannis, uh, the Bucks, you know, they are just not the same team. Uh, but also on Thursday, the Lakers took on the Miami Heat. Uh, Jimmy Butler goes for 28, and the Heat beat the Lakers 110 to 104. Yeah, kind of, you know, a good beat down for Miami. And I'm sure, you know, this win kind of uh, felt a little more special for them just because it is a rematch from, you know, the uh, previous NBA Finals. So, uh, you know, Miami coming in and being able to do uh, some work. And this kind of shows, you know, for Lakers and Lakers fans out there that, um, you know, when, when it comes to facing these kind of more elite teams and these more uh, talented teams that have more potential to, you know, go off on any given night. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's probably going to be a lot harder for them. Uh, and, you know, it's not, um, I, I mean, it might get better, you know, since uh, AD always has the possibility of returning, but it's definitely not going to get better with LeBron James because, you know, he's, he's out for the season. Right. And, uh, you know, I was thinking the exact same thing. You know, it's a, a rematch of the finals, um, you know, but this Lakers team without LeBron and without AD, uh, you know, it really wasn't, uh, you know, a rematch. Um, it was more of the Heat uh, taking on a Lakers team with, I mean, uh, they got some players. They do got some players, but 
uh, you know, they just don't have enough to compete with a Miami Heat team, uh, you know, when Jimmy Buckets goes off as he did. Uh, Also on Thursday, uh, the Jazz took on the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Donovan Mitchell dropped 37 and the Jazz handled the Suns 122 to 103 to get their revenge on the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Utah extended their franchise record to 23 straight home wins. And I mean, you know, uh, that's just really impressive, you know, still that they're able to just stack up and stack up these, uh, you know, home wins. Um, And I mean, you know, it it, it just goes to show you and it just kind of gives you more evidence to show that if they are able to get this number one seed, you know, overall in the NBA, then uh, and and if the playoff, you know, format is obviously back to normal where everyone's uh, playing at home and stuff. Um, and all that. Um, I mean, you know, uh, it's it's, it's going to be pretty hard to beat this uh, team at home, you know, especially in a, uh, you know, a seven game series or a five game series or, you know, uh, however many games uh, you're going to have to play them. Right. Uh, but also on Thursday uh, in the MLB, uh, the Mets took on the Florida Marlins. Uh, we moved to the bottom of the ninth where the Mets hit a home run to tie this one up at two. Uh, the Mets win the game on a hit-by-pitch walk-off, uh, 3-2. to two. Uh, There was a lot of controversy on whether it should have been uh, a hit-by-pitch or a strike. Uh, it was in the strike zone, and it looked as if the Mets batter leaned in to intentionally get the hit or get hit. Uh, the umpire of this game after said he should have called it a strike, and the batter should have been called out. Yeah, really, really a um, uh, kind of odd ending to the game, you know, uh, uh, really uh, kind of one of the more uh, unusual endings that I've seen in really a long time for an, uh, M- or an MLB game. But, you know, um, I mean, as for, you know, getting hit by the pitch and whether uh, he leaned in intentional or not, obviously it's going to be controversial. Uh, but, you know, that's really up for the referee. Uh, or the umpire, my bad, to, uh, you know, kind of decide. Um, and if your umpire is going to come out at the end of the game, like a lot of these, uh, you know, uh, referees and all these stuff, uh, other guys do in other sports and stuff, you know, uh, they make one call on the field. And then when they immediately come out after and say, oh, you know, I made the wrong call or whatever, it just kind of seems like that. It, 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 it seems like it's like an apology, but it's like a useless apology, you know, because like it's not going to it's not going to do anything or change the game, you know, or anything. So. Um, I, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, this was a play that I did watch, um, you know, after it happened and stuff. And I mean, to me, you know, it does look like he leans in uh, to it to get hit by the pitch, you know. And I mean, um, uh, really, that's all, you know, that you could say is that it looks like he leans in and it was up to the umpire to kind of, you know, see that. That's why he's in the position that he's in. But unfortunately, you know, like all other humans, uh, he just kind of had a slip up. Right, and the umpire or the umpire saying that, uh, you know, after uh, the game, you know, it it doesn't really help, you know, anything. Like they, um, I don't know, they should be able to, uh, you know, kind of do something about that. Yeah. You know, they should be able to kind of reverse it or something, you know, because it just kind of rages fans, mm-hmm. um, and you know, they're like, wow, you know, it's. It should have been, uh, you know, a strike and, you know, the Marlins, they could have got that win. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, um, maybe, you know, maybe sometime in the future, they might change it to where uh, the umpires and referees and stuff will have that kind of power to, you know, maybe uh, go back and change the result of a game or maybe go back and redo a part of a game. But um, I think right now, 
uh, we're in kind of a stage in sports where it happens kind of so uh, so um, less frequently than you know than you'd expect that maybe it's not that big of a deal. So I think the only way we're going to see a change like that is if you know this starts becoming more and more of a kind of common occurrence. Right. Um, also on uh, Thursday in the MLB, um, the Blue Jays took on the. Los Angeles Angels of uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit a home run in this one. Uh, Mike Trout had himself a home run and nearly hit the cycle in the top of the ninth, but uh, the left fielder made a phenomenal play. Uh, this one would go to 11 innings until the Angels scored two and ended this one 7-5. to five. Yeah, you know, this was a good win for the Angels, you know, not only because, uh, you know, uh, they were playing a pretty decent team in Toronto and, you know, uh, they were also um, uh, they also won, you know, a game that did go into 11 innings. Uh, so uh, uh, that's not, you know, the only reason why it was a good win, but also because, uh, you know, the Angels, uh, this is their first um, game at home. You know, this was their home opener. Um, so it's just, just kind of weird to see that they had a, no, a home opener, you know, after playing up. Uh, a decent amount of games you know I think they played like six or five or whatever before this one but uh, you know still a really good win and uh, really any game you know in baseball that goes into those extra innings uh, you know it's gonna be good right um, so yeah the Angels get uh, the dub in this one um, but you know that's gonna do it for this episode of NMSU Sportscast I've been your host Dusty Crosco and I've been your co-host Brandon Santamaria and we'll see you in the next one peace adios